Okay, Shalom Aleichem. We're going to start a series uh, uh, leading into Sukkot. Um, we are now officially 30 days before the holiday. Today is Tet Vav. Uh, and so today was Tet Vav for a couple minutes. So um, 30 days before the holiday, we'll focus on the holiday. So, so uh, again, I, I'm picking my topics from... Rav Yitzchak Zilberman's Chashuke Chemed on Sukkot. That'll be like a, a mini series. And, uh, and uh, uh, again, one of the things he, he does is he pulls out some very interesting material. Um, the, uh, the question is something I actually remember from my youth. Uh, there was an article in the Milwaukee Journal that they, that they have a sukkah most beautiful sukkah contest. Uh, the winner, I guess, I think had had hired an architect to design his sukkah. So I don't know if that's like fair, but um, the the question is uh, the appropriateness or inappropriateness of of having a contest for who has the most beautiful sukkah with cash prizes. Uh, a very wealthy person wants to uh, wants to make a contest, and the the winner will receive a a a large cash prize. Somebody has doubts about this. Is there an Indian in this? Meaning, what do they mean by "is there an Indian in this"? Is this something that is uh, that has halachic relevance. Is this worthwhile? Maybe we should go to that wealthy person who had this, got this idea in his head that he's going to do a, a, a beautiful sukkah contest. Give the money to the poor. As opposed to this this uh, competition, should we go to 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 convince him? Or perhaps there is such an Indian in this meaning. Now, the, um, the, the, the rich person himself might want to change his mind about it, but doesn't sound like that. And the question is, should we convince him to change his mind? Okay. Now, um, I want to present the Rev Zilberstein's uh, 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 approach. It's based on a Gemara Yoma, a back and forth between Rav Elazar Fleckels and the Noda Behuda, his Rebbe. Noda Behuda was, was Rabbi Chesko Lando of Prague, was one of the early Chaburas that we did in the Achronim, one of the early miniseries. His Talmud uh, uh, wrote him asking about uh, uh, this particular Gemara Yoma and Rav Yashiv's response. Uh, however, I would like to add two points based on a discussion that Rabbi Joel Cohen and I had this morning. So without further ado, he says, we should support him. We should, we should encourage him about this competition. Why? And we should give honor to somebody who, for God's sake, is is uh, is making a beautiful sukkah. Now it's true there is a uh, a cash prize here, but the cash prize is encouragement for somebody to do something that he's 
that he that is good to do. Now, where where do you find such a source connected with this topic? So the Gemara in Yoma Daf Ayin says as follows. Let me just pull up the Gemara. Now the Gemara in Yoma is about the the Kohen Gadol reading the Sefer Torah on Yom Kippur. Okay. Um, just a moment. Let's make sure I have the right place. Got it. Okay. Um, let's just make sure that this appears on the screen. Okay. You should now see, uh, text of the Gemara Nyoma and uh, the particular location is right over here. Okay, the Gemara says that the, uh, the Mishnah says that the Kohen God would, 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 uh, would read from the Torah and he would say brachas and then the Gemara adds a one-liner. It says, after the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur read from the Sefer Torah, every, each and every person brings, everybody brings a Sefer Torah from his house, and he reads it, to show its appearance to everybody. Rashi, leharot noyoshel sefer Torah to show the beauty of the sefer Torah, v'tiferet ba'aleha, and the splendor of the owner of the sefer Torah she'tarach lehitnaot ba'mitzvot, for he worked hard to do a beautiful mitzvah shenemar zekeli me'anvehu. The pasuk says, "This is my God, and I now anvehu." There are different explanations of that word. One of the word, one of the explanations is anvehu is I will make. I will, I will beautify him, so to speak. How do you beautify God? Things associated with Hakadosh Baruch Hu are done in a beautiful way. Lulav na'eh, sefer Torah na'eh, beklaf na'eh, bidyon na'eh, belavlar uman. A beautiful lulav, a beautiful sefer Torah with beautiful parchment and with with nice uh, uh, ink, and and with a uh, with a skilled uh, craftsman. A scribe who's writing it. And Rashi adds, they brought it on Erev Yom Kippur so that there wouldn't be any problems of carrying on Yom Kippur. Uh, there are commentators who say, uh, who speak about ways that there was an Eru for all of Yerushalayim and, and they were able to bring from their house to the to the base of Mikdash Taharabais. Now, um, says Rav. Zilberstein. Says Rav Zilberstein, uh, after quoting Rashi, 
מבואר בדבריו שיש לעשות מעשים כדי להראות שלבעלים מגיעה תפארת משום שטרח להתנאות במצוות. You see that we do things in order to show that the, that the owner of a Sefer Torah, for instance, uh, should, be, should be praised. because he went to the trouble of making a beautiful Sefer Torah. If the intent of the, of the uh, Gavir, the one who is, who is financing this contest, is L'Shem Shamaim, is for God's sake, that he wants to make sure that people beautify mitzvahs, and he's supporting, he's encouraging people to do this, So this should be, this is, this is to be praised, this is to be continued, and, and not to be canceled. Now, Rabbeinu Yonah says something which, which uh, is, is very sharp. Rabbeinu Yonah wrote on his commentary on Avot. Now, Rabbi says, Rabbi Yudah Nasi says, What's the proper path that a person should take? Now, this means beautiful for the one who is doing it and beautiful literally from people, from, 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 from uh, others. So, so Rabbeinu Yonah writes, A person should have, um, uh, should do mitzvahs in a beautiful way. Quoting the Gemara, uh, a beautiful lulav, a beautiful talus, a beautiful sefer Torah, a beautiful tefillin, and the like. In a way that people should, should recognize the beauty and the splendor, and he sh- they should praise him on it. That's the intent of beautify before God with mitzvahs. Everybody should, should praise him about the beauty of his mitzvahs. Now, um, what is, just, just to, to try to understand what's behind Rabbeinu Yonah. I find it very hard to say that it's uh, self aggrandizement, there's such a word. Uh, that's a problem of arrogance. Um, on the other hand, uh, now if it's, it, it, it could be uh, encouragement, meaning just why we, uh, I'll, I'll give you an analogy. We say, we strengthen the hands of somebody who does a mitzvah. That means if somebody is doing, somebody does something good, we say, Uh, why do we say Asher Koach? Uh, because we want to encourage positive things. Now, um, here, Rabbi Yona seems to be saying that I, I, I want to suggest possibly two things. You know, it's one suggestion is what we've been saying all along, that this is encouragement. Uh, it could be, though, that there's a Kiddush Hashem in, in a beautiful mitzvah. 
And so we want to make sure that everybody else sees how beautiful it is. And there's a Kiddush Hashem in that. Uh, another side might be that uh, beauty is determined by, by, what, by how others perceive it. Now, this might be taking a stand on something that, that might be the subject of some aesthetics course. But it could be that when it comes to beauty, so then when a lot of people say, wow, that is a beautiful Sefer Torah, so then, so then its beauty is affirmed. Meaning um, in, in the under wraps, it might be uh, in the eyes of the of the one who made it or the one who owns it, beautiful. But the way perhaps we determine beauty is by the way everybody perceives it. Anyways, you see what I'm struggling with? What is gained by Tiferet Lomina Adam? So we just offered three. Perhaps there's a Kiddush Hashem. Perhaps there's encouragement to do mitzvahs in a specially beautiful way. Perhaps there's something about beauty that involves how everybody perceives it. Those are, those are uh, three possible suggestions. Whatever the case, uh, this seems to be pro-sukkah contest. Now, um, the, as we mentioned, the Chuva Miava was Rabbi... Um, Rabbi Lazar Fleckles, who was a Talmud of the, uh, of the Note of Yehuda. Now, in the blue section here, at the bottom, the Note of Yehuda and the Note of Yehuda had, a, had, an, had, had an exchange of letters with, with Rabbi Lazar Fleckles. So he write, Umashik Sheta, that which you point, you, you uh, had problems with. You asked, you asked Akasha, um, just to make sure that you all see the, um, that you ask Akasha, why doesn't the Rambam bring this in Hilchos Havodos Yom Kippurim when he talks about, about uh, the reading of the Sefer Torah of the Kohen Gadol? So that's what he says. Why doesn't the Rambam bring this halacha? Why doesn't this Rambam, the Rambam bring this halacha? In other words, maybe it's a nice Gemara, but since the Rambam doesn't bring it, so maybe, uh, maybe it's not a good role model. For us, again, the the uh, Rabbeinu Yona is, but again, the Rabbeinu Yona might be uh, part of the world of the Fnimishur Sadin or Amidos uh, or or or. Uh, but 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 again, the whole question was: Is there an Indian? So the Rabbeinu Yona source is a source, but maybe this Gemara, because it's left out by the Rambam, is not uh, is not uh, considered la So so the Note of Yehuda says: Ani tamei uh, I'm wondering about your kasha. Ma hayalo lahavi? What should he have brought? V'chiyesh bezedin odat. Is there some halacha, some din, some ruling, odat, or some religious precept here? Habraisim is a parrot. Ma'aseshaya. The Braisa tells what people did. Behem yatzmam hinigu bekach litnot basfarim shalem, and they did that themselves. To take pride in their in their sifrei Torah, avalosh etiknu 
Chachamim la'asot kin. This isn't the takana drabanan that they should do that. Why should the Rambam bring something that was simply what the people of Jerusalem did in that age? Okay. Uh, so that's what the Nun would ask. So, from here on, the Talmud is speaking. So the Rebbe Lozer Fleckel's mission. I am a tiny creature in the in the sea of the Talmud. I'm a little and and late Baki Bar Yoma, Liot Baki Biyada Chazaka. Uh, I am not uh, fluent uh, in the in the uh, in the Rambam. Im kolze erele dugma be'alma keshot. Imre P. Mashu al-Zichroni is writing poetically. I will show as an example, in truth, what I what I uh, what I remember. Shadarko shel Rambam lahadik minagam shalanshi v'sholaim. It is the Rambam's uh, approach to mention the minagavanshi v'sholaim. Mashu yosim matzvah. What they would do mishumchibu mitzvah because of of love them mitzvah. But who bepare gzaimi hilchosulav alach alchav. The Rambam writes that they, the Anshe Yushalayim, had the custom of walking around with their lulavs all day. V'ayin hilchos tefila perakei v'cheinami chilin in chibu mitzvah shal bikurim. It also tells us what they were knowing to do, what people were accustomed to do for bikurim, even though it wasn't a did. Hashor holech lifneim akarnav mitzubim zahav. The the axe would go before them, and his and his uh, horns would be would be coated with gold and the like. There are many things like that. In other words, so here also, why should why didn't the Rambam bring what they did on Yom Kippur? The same way the Rambam uh, brought what they did on on in Bikurim, and the Rambam brought what they did with Sukkot with Lulav. So why didn't he bring what they did with the with the Sefer Torah on on Yom Kippur? So, okay, so that's the the uh, Tshuva Me'ava's response to the Notabihuda's response to the Tshuva Me'ava's kasha of why didn't the Rambam bring this whole thing? Okay, Rav Elyashiv answered it up. Rav Elyashiv wrote, uh, and he writes Shlita, of course, now it's Zechot Tzadik Levracha. Uh, so he he writes, the note of Yudah's intent was as follows. When it talks about the Anshe Yerushalayim walking around with their lulavs, they were Mekayim the mitzvah as they were walking around all day. When they were talking about Bikurim, they were in the midst of being Mekayim the mitzvah Bikurim. But after the Kohen Gadol finished doing his Kriya, when everybody brought their Sefer Torah and they read it, so that's not a hitter mitzvah on the mitzvah of Kriya Sefer Torah of the, of the Kohen Gadol. That's a separate thing that everybody would, would show of their Sefer Torah. Bechimali yesh bedavar had mitzvah, ha-mitzvah karkfirmu b'kriyas ha-kriyas ha-kohen gadol. They already fulfilled the mitzvah by the Kohen Gadol read. V'etzim ha-shemarin, what they're showing, ha-reim b'zeh shum noi v'chibu mitzvah. That's not a noi and chibu mitzvah of the Kriya of the Kohen Gadol, I'm adding. They're showing that they did the mitzvah of, of, of writing a beautiful Sefer Torah. Okay, that's that. So Ravel Yashiv suggests that perhaps the cases where the Ramam does bring it, 
does bring the minhag of, of Anshi Rishalayim, even though it's not a, a, a Dindra Banan or a Dindra Raisa, when it was a, a, a kium of the mitzvah in a, a with a, a kium of Chibu mitzvah, doing the mitzvah in a way which was uh, the best possible way or, or, or an ideal way. But here it was not doing the mitzvah, it was showing afterwards that the mitzvah was done. That's what he suggests. And that's why the Rambam didn't bring it, as opposed to those other cases where he did bring it. Anyways, at the end of the day, so says, uh, says um, Rav Zilberstein, going back to the, to the main topic. So he says, so you see that there's a there's an Indian, there's a matter of showing how beautiful the Sefer Torah was. Even if the goal of the of the of the Gvir is to show the beautiful the beautiful sukkahs, it has an aspect, it is an aspect of of showing. Uh, our love for the mitzvahs. We should support the this competition, like they did in the base of Migdash when everybody brought their Sifre Torah. And they don't have to convince him to give the money to Ani. Okay. Um, I want to, I want to though, uh, uh, share two, uh, two comments. Uh, that came out of my discussion with Rabbi Cohen this morning. There are two differences between the sukkah competition on the one hand and what went on in the base of Mikdash on the other. One is money and one is competition. In the, in the, there is a cash prize and the Gvir is expending money uh, and, and, there is a possibility that maybe you should use this money in a, in a better way or in a different way. It's true, there is an Indian. That's what Rav, Rav Zilberstein seems to be saying. Well, if, there's, if it's worthwhile, so then you don't have to convince him. So it seems to be that if it's worthwhile, you don't have to convince him because this is not a, an unworthy cause. On the other hand, maybe it's not the best use of his money. Meaning even though it's something that's okay, but maybe he should be doing something better with his money. Okay, that's a question mark. Um, again, we have we don't have to only, uh, I, as far as I understand, we don't have to only give, uh, we don't have to put all of our tzedakah money into uh, life-saving. Meaning we don't say that you can only donate to, uh, to Hatzalah, and to hospitals, and to saving lives, and all the rest of the tzedakah, uh, we don't do. Obviously not. Um, we have we have a variety of different causes that we donate to. And so, but but that is a question. Meaning, it could be that in the there because it doesn't it doesn't cost anything there's nothing there's nothing lost by everybody just showing their sefer torah in the base of mikdash but maybe the money could be used in a better way that was what the so that so revel yashiv doesn't seem to address that issue he seems to address the issue of is this not a waste of money the question though might be though 
is this the best use of his money? That's just a, a, a aura. Um, but I, I learned from, from Rav Zilberstein that as long as it's worthwhile, you don't have to convince him not to do it. Uh, even if there might be better uses of his money. Uh, number two, and this is something that I, I felt was uh, what I had, a, I was left with a kasha on. The, what happened in the Beis Hamidosh was not necessarily, and even in Rabbeinu Yonah, it was not necessarily competition. It's true, everybody was showing their Sefer Torah, and there is an Indian of everybody seeing Tiferet Lomin Adam, like Rabbeinu Yonah says, of everybody seeing how beautiful these mitzvahs are. But it is not a competition. Now, there is a, a, a source in the Gemara Baba Basra, which uses the following expression, Kina Sofrim Tar that the jealousy among Sofrim uh, increases wisdom. And that, uh, that concept has been quoted to, to say that, that uh, jealousy among spiritual matters uh, is positive because it's encouraging to do a good thing. This is not simple at all. Uh, and I first was opened up to this by, uh, by listening to a drusha by Rav Shlomo Tversky in Denver of Blessed Memory. Um, he, he quotes the Marsha on that, the Gemara. The Gemara says that, what is sofrim? If you look at the Gemara, the Gemara is a Gemara about school teachers who are teaching how to, how to read the Chumash. And that's, that's the sofrim about whom the jealousy or the competition among them, the jealousy amongst them will increase and make them better at their, at their job. But as Rav, Rav, uh, Rav Tversky pointed out, the, the, uh, the Marsha mentions that there should not be jealousy amongst the Talmud Chachamim themselves. Sofrim, those school teachers who are, who are teaching uh, Kriya, who are teaching reading, so they're, they're, uh, for them, this is an okay motivator. But for Talmud Chachamim, there should be no jealousy. And in fact, this weeds, uh, this, this says that that whole principle of, of uh, oh, very nice, Ariel, I'm going to mention that, God willing. Um, the, the, uh, the, the, the Gemara uh, Kina Sofrim should not be taken out of its, its context, says the Marsha. And uh, the context was when somebody opens up a competing uh, cheder uh, to teach the kids how to read how to read uh, read Chumash. So there we we'll, we say that somebody who has an existing business, even though in general they might be able to prevent uh, because of of, uh, of unfair competition, when it comes to uh, a cheder, we don't say that. That's what the that's what the marsha says. I saw so so I was very struck by that, and then I started looking. Does anybody say this expression of kinasarvin taver chachma with regards to in general uh, that 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 jealousy is positive amongst Talmud uh, Chachamim. So I think the Orchos Tzadikim does mention that. I'm not sure who the author of the Orchos Tzadikim is, but, uh, but it's a very well-learned uh, Musr Sefer. So as far as I, I know, that is a, uh, uh, he quotes it 
in a more general way. Um, let's see if I can dig it up without a lot of of uh, of of searching. Just a moment. Yeah, the Orchos Tadikim says, Kina Sofrim Tarbel Chachma. Yeah, he says, Afel Pisha Kina Himida Rabbaot. Let me share this page. So the Orchos Tadikim says, even though jealousy is a very bad Mida, there's a place where it's good. And it's a positive, a high level. He should be jealous of Yerashamayim. Like it says, Don't be jealous about sinners. Rather, on Yerashem all day. Now, theoretically, you could say, don't be jealous of sinners. Rather, you should have Yerashem all day. But he seems to be reading it as, you should be jealous of others' level of Yerashamayim. Concerning this, the Chazal said, "Kina sofrim tarba chachma," and he quotes our, our that Gemara in Baba Basra uh, that the jealousy among sofrim, apparently reading sofrim as a broader thing, uh, like divrei uh, sofrim, like the like rabbis, uh, will increase wisdom. Kiyira adam shalomed. You'll see somebody is learning. Yitfos kina belibo, he'll be jealous, so to speak, and he'll say, Lo He's learning all day. I should also do that. But he should be jealous of his friend. He should grab his friend's uh, good actions. Um, yeah, if he sees a Russian, the Russia has one good midah. He should be jealous of that good midah that that one Russia has, that that Russia has, and do it himself. If somebody sees somebody else who's doing something good and he's jealous of him, but he's saying he's better than me, everybody honors him more than me. And then he says, you know something? I'm going to stop him from his Torah and his Maisim Tovim so that he shouldn't be better than me. That's a disgusting, uh, terrible, uh, uh, a sickness. That's a sickness and a, and, a, and bad. That's like Yeravim Benavad. He's sinning and he's causing others to sin. Fine, fine. So what, what he seems to be, be supporting here is inspiration from other people's good actions. I think that's what he means here by Kina. I don't, I don't think he means jealousy is I don't want, he's, he's pretty clear on that. He doesn't, it's not that I don't want him to be good but I also want to be good like him. So that's seeing, uh, getting on inspiration from other people's, other people's actions. Um, so uh, anyways, I just, I just wanted to, to, to point out that, that uh, the competition uh, has to be done in a way that it doesn't cause 
uh, uh, negative feelings. It does, though, open you up to some of the negati negativity of, of, of competitive uh, uh, stuff. Um, whereas in the Beis Mikdash, it doesn't seem, and in Rabbein Yon, it doesn't seem like there was an issue of necessarily of competition, of who has a better looking one, but everybody was showing the beauty of their Sefer Torah. Uh, oh, that's beautiful. Oh, yours is also beautiful. Uh, Etc. Like, oh, that's a nice tie. And you have a nice tie. Like on Shabbos, somebody's, one guy's wearing nice Shabbos clothes. The other guy looks at him and says, well, beautiful tie. And he says, and your tie is also beautiful. So there's no, it's not necessarily competition. Uh, it's not like, like who has the most beautiful tie in the shul? So who has the most beautiful sukkah? So it could be that the Gavir's uh, competition, his contest, does bring in an element that might open people up to a little bit of of uh, uh, of negativity, uh, but um, but in general, and you just want to want to go back to the fact that Rav Rav uh, Rav Neubert was uh, um, uh, was positive. I just want to point out what uh, what uh, what Ariel mentioned. Um, the the Gemara the Gemara says that initially they used to have a competition for who would get to the top of the altar first uh, to do the Truma Sadashan. And later on, uh, they, had to, uh, they had to cancel it because two people were racing and, uh, and, and one pushed the other and one of them fell. And uh, so they saw that it was dangerous. Be, and and, and, uh, and uh, the you know, commentary on the side, just you know, adding, adding a little, uh, uh, they saw that it wasn't just uh, encouragement to, to do the mitzvah or have the greatest reasons, but there was also an issue of, I should have it and not him. Because otherwise, why are you pushing? The Gemara says uh, the tragic story, uh, which was that, that one person stabbed another Kohen who was, who was beating him to the altar. So that's already uh, that's already a, a a crazy wild uh, level of of competitiveness uh, and, and and lack of regard for human life that uh, that was uh, was at the end of the second temple period uh, and uh, and a very dramatic Gemara in Yoma. Um, so so the 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 main message is that when you are dealing with competition, a lot of negative negative juices start flowing. So it's something to be very careful about. Um, anyway, so once again, uh, competition about uh, the most beautiful sukkah. So Rav, Rav Zilberstein, uh, 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 points out from the from the Gemara in in Yoma that everybody used to show their beautiful Sefer Torah, and the Mishnah in Avos, according to Rabbi Yonah's commentary, Tiferis Lumina Adam, that everybody should praise each other about their beautiful mitzvah objects, even though it's not brought by the Rambam. Uh, it 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 doesn't mean that it's not an Indian. It's not that the Rambam rejects it. Could be the Rambam only brought things that were a cue 
of 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 chibu mitzvah while the mitzvah was being observed, as opposed to afterwards showing uh, the mitzvah that was done. So uh, that's that's right. the fact that the Rambam doesn't bring it doesn't necessarily mean that it's it's not an issue. It's not an Indian at all. We just pointed out two things that uh, are difference are different between that Gemara and Rabbeinion on the one hand, and and this case on the other. Number one is 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 the cash prize. Maybe there, even though this is a an okay use of money, maybe it's not the best use of that person's money. And number two. Um, uh, maybe the competitiveness might bring in an openness to negativity that that competition competition doesn't have. And then the question is: Is this uh, is this a uh, uh, is is competition in spiritual matters uh, positive or or negative? That is what I wanted to uh, uh, to share with you today.